Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Employee to Boss podcast. I am your host, Haley Hayhurst, the owner of Espresso Podcast Production, a full-service podcast agency specializing in editing, marketing, and strategy. So today, I wanted to come at you with a solo episode about how to plan your podcast around your summer travels. So it's June when I'm recording, and I was really inspired to do this episode because I have a couple clients who are going on hiatus from their podcast, and I myself am doing my podcast throughout the summer, but I have so many trips coming up. I have, I was planning it all out today. I have about eight this summer. Some are longer, some are shorter, some are just like weekend trips, but still it's a lot of travel. And so I wanted to talk about planning ahead so that you don't lose your engagement, you don't lose your audience, and you really are putting out that content that you promised to your audience when you started. If you are newer to your podcast, this may be a challenge for you because you are new, right? Maybe this is the first summer that you're traveling and doing your podcast. Or maybe you are like, Haley, I'm not going on any trips this year. I, you know, I'm just not traveling. I don't need to know how to plan for a summer. Okay, well, maybe I will give you some tips that you may need later on. I know that some industries have busier seasons in different areas. For example, you know, my my tax accountants and people maybe in the wedding industry, they have very different busy seasons. And so maybe you're, you know, you own a shop and you're really busy around the holidays. That's definitely, you know, your busy season. And although I'm talking about summer, you could put this into any season. So now that that is out of the way, the reason I felt really inspired to do this was not only my upcoming trips, but because I was traveling in April for two weeks. One week I was in Guatemala and the next I was in Mexico for my friend's wedding and they were such incredible trips. But I personally myself decided that I was going to take some time off of my podcast so I didn't post for the month of April. And in the grand scheme of things, that is totally fine. I plan on still hitting 100 episodes in the first two years of my podcast. So planning that out, I'm going to be dropping some extra solo episodes or maybe an extra interview episode here and there. But that's like the milestone I want to reach. And so taking off April was totally okay with me. And honestly, it made me even more excited to do more interviews and be able to get back to the podcast. Now, if I had wanted to keep my podcast going throughout the summer, you know, every every week of April, I totally would have been able to do that. I was just not sure about the internet and Wi-Fi. The places I was staying were hostels and So I wasn't sure if I'd be able to promote the episodes, especially if I'm having a guest on my podcast. I want to be promoting that episode as much as I can because the guest took the time to talk to me, share their story, share their expertise. I want to be promoting that for them. I just think that's fair. That's the trade we basically agree on. 
And so, yeah, that's basically why I decided to take some time off. Now, if you want to, you know, maybe not be recording episodes and publishing the episodes, the other option that I would love for you to think about is if you're able to be posting or maybe even having an assistant post for you or if you are a solo entrepreneur or a solo podcaster, maybe you can schedule out your posts. I know on Instagram, they now have that as a built-in feature, which is amazing. You can schedule out your posts. So here's a strategy that I did for my clients who were posting episodes while I was gone. So for a little bit, if this is your first episode or you don't know much about me, I manage podcasts, right? So I have various clients who talk about different topics in, you know, the writing world. They're authors, they're bloggers, they're entrepreneurs. They are in so many different industries. And I absolutely love what I do. And so since I knew I had these trips coming up in April, I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to work like crazy in March to make sure that everything I can schedule out ahead of time. So what I did was I planned out how many clients I have, how many episodes they are putting out, when the deadline was, and I always like to get my clients their episodes ahead of time. That way they can review it, let me know if they want any changes, all of those good things. And so I basically worked backwards from when I was leaving to when I needed to get everything done. So, like I said, I work like crazy in March and really, really got ahead of everything. But the strategy that I want to share with you is kind of batching it all together. And what I mean by this is when I edited their episodes, I also wrote the show notes and I created a social media graphic or a couple social media graphics, depending on what services I provide for them. And this way, I could put everything into our Google Drive folder. They can see it all at once. I go and schedule the episode. And that way, even when I'm on a beach in Mexico, I'm confident that that episode is going to go up. And I'm confident that my client has all of the social media assets ready to go so they can post it on their launch day. I do have, you know, in the past, I've had clients where I post for them And that is a service that I offer, but in very particular situations. So for most of my clients, I'm creating the assets for them and then they are posting it themselves. What I'm posting for them is their YouTube video and their podcast episode and then just creating everything else. So for you, if you're only working on your podcast, just one podcast, that's what I would really recommend. I would recommend that you edit You write your show notes, you create your social media graphics, you schedule your episode all at once, and that way you are ready to go and you really don't have to think about it. You can be confident that every Tuesday of June or July or whenever you're traveling, you have an episode ready to go. That is the number one thing, especially for anyone who doesn't want to take any time off their podcast you know, depending on like how much traction you're having and how much, you know, time you have, it's really important to keep with that traction. 
Now, if you're planning on traveling maybe in August or September, and you're listening to this when this episode comes out in June, you are in a very special place because you have a lot of options. You have a lot of options to choose what you're going to do in that next couple months. So you can do exactly what I just talked about, doing some extra interviews, recording some extra solo episodes, whatever your podcast is, whatever your system is, you can keep like that and just getting ahead. Or like I said in the beginning, I have two clients right now who are on hiatus. One of them takes the summer off because she doesn't want to keep up with the podcast During the summer, she has a family, she likes to travel with her kids a lot, and she does a lot of research for her podcast. Her podcast is very thought out, and her guests are very, very particular because she only does seasons, and so she only does about 15 episodes in, you know, six months or so, however long, and then... So it's very, very thought out of who her guests are going to be, which is incredible. And so she takes the summer off to prepare for the next season and just enjoy her family and all the hard work she's done with her podcast. Her podcast is absolutely incredible. I'd like to shout it out. It's called Let's Talk Memoir. It's all about memoir writers and it's for memoir writers, readers, and just fans. And so check that out. Her name is Ronit Plank. Another one of my clients who also does seasons, we just closed out her second season, is Betsy O'Brien, the host of The Bet's Life. Now, she is actually super exciting, okay? She travels a lot. She has a lifestyle blog. She, her podcast is basically like a lifestyle podcast, and she's located in Santa Barbara, so she interviews a lot of people from Santa Barbara, California, I love her podcast as well. You can definitely go check that out. Now, she is actually moving to France for six months. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And so she knew she couldn't keep up with her podcast while she's in France. And so the nice thing is with these two podcasts, they know that they're only doing seasons. And so they're able to let their audience know way ahead of time that when the season's up, that's going to be it, and they'll be back on whatever date they choose to come back. But it's always planned ahead, so the audience knows what to expect. And even with this, they're still posting on social media. They're still engaging their audience. They are still keeping up with their online brand, their personal brand, and so that's also another key important point. So totally, if you plan on doing a season or taking a hiatus from your podcast, my key point here is to let your audience know ahead of time what to expect and maybe where they can find you in the meantime. The worst thing, the absolute worst thing that you can do for your podcast and for your brand is maybe you decide June 29th that you want to take July off and you don't do an episode letting your people know where you're going to be. And so make sure they know where to find you. Make sure they know where to keep getting some content from you. As podcasters, we're all content creators. I'm sure that most of us have social media at this point or maybe a newsletter or a blog or something like that. So let them know where they can find that even when you're not putting out episodes consistently. 
Another idea that I have for you is take your podcast on the road with you. Okay, now this is very particular to what type of podcast you have, where maybe if it's lifestyle, this is going to be good. Or for example, I have a client in the past who did a outdoors podcast. And so she was interviewing these amazing, amazing outdoorsy people about their businesses that they've built around the outdoors. And so when she travels, so easy. She just interviews them in person. Now, because she has this business that she's built to give herself the freedom, she travels a lot in her van and is able to take things on the road a lot. And so being able to do podcast interviews in person really is just like the cherry on top of her brand and the cherry on top of like the mission that she's trying to share with the world. So that's another idea. If you need tips on how to actually interview people on the road, let me know and I can do another episode about that. Or if you just send me a message on Instagram, we can kind of go through that. I have like special tips that I can give you as well as, you know, a good microphone and a good piece of equipment that you can use to really capture great audio. I think now a lot of us are really, really reliant on Zoom or Riverside or any of these podcast, you know, video audio platforms that when maybe we're in person, we're like, oh my gosh, how do I record someone in person? I can teach you. So just send me a message, Espresso Podcast Production on Instagram, or you can find my website and send me a message via email. Okay, so we talked about... Scheduling out your podcast ahead of time. We've talked about scheduling breaks into your podcast and letting your audience know. We've talked about taking your podcast on the road with you. And the fourth tip I want to share is kind of similar to the first of like scheduling out your episodes ahead of time, but it could be fun to do a summer series where maybe you are traveling a lot, but let's say you post your podcast every week, four times a month. Maybe cut it down to two for the summer. Maybe cut it down to one for the summer and do like a recap of your month or, you know, interview a really great guest or whatever it may be. You can always cut it down. And that way it's a little bit less stress on you to keep it up, but still you're creating that content that your audience is craving from you. That's one of my favorite things that you can personally do. Um, Maybe doing four interviews a month is just like too much to manage with your busy schedule and guests' busy schedule. Because remember, it's kind of harder to like nail down those guests in the summer. There's a lot of rescheduling that I've seen happen with my own podcast and my clients' podcasts, which is just to be expected. Things come up. And so... Maybe you could do two interviews a month and then two solo episodes a month that are quick and short and easy, or just do two interviews a month, whatever it is, maybe just think about cutting it down. I think that's a really great option as well. Now, those are the four strategies for managing your podcast um, content-wise for recording and audio. The second part of this episode, I really want to talk to you guys about some marketing tips for the summer, Because 
you know, maybe your kids are home for the summer and that's just a lot to create your content. I have a fantastic idea for you for anyone who like, this isn't for new podcasters. This isn't for someone who is about to start their podcast or maybe is, you know, in the first five, ten episodes. This is definitely for like the seasoned podcaster Instead of posting your episodes every week, let's say you are taking a break. You can promote the episodes that you've already done. You can recreate those graphics or just repost those graphics or pull a different audiogram, audio clip from past episodes. There's ways to still drive up your engagement and drive up your podcast numbers that don't include you creating new content. I'm guilty of this as well. I create so much content, right? I I create so many episodes a week. And then, of course, I look at my podcast statistics and people are listening to episodes I've done weeks ago or months ago or a year ago. People are still finding those, but I don't promote them as often unless maybe it comes up in a, a podcast topic or maybe it comes up in a blog post or I, I think about it, it's very timely for, like I did an episode on entrepreneurs' dating life. Maybe I'll bring that up every Valentine's Day. Things like that, I'll promote it. But if you're not creating more content and you're on a hiatus or you're breaking for the season, create some new graphics for your past episodes to really make people remember like you have all this content. It's hard to think about this, but I can almost guarantee 90% of your podcast listeners have not listened to every one of your episodes. There's podcasts that I'm absolutely loving. The podcast I'm obsessed with right now is called Normal Gossip. Check it out if you like gossip about random people. It is so, it's just so good. Like, the way she's doing her podcast is amazing. And she is doing season. She's in season four right now. And I learned about this podcast maybe at the beginning of the year. And so I've listened to a lot of episodes. But next week is her last episode of season four. And I'm not worried because I have a lot of episodes to catch up on. So remind your audience and social media followers and email subscribers of those other great episodes that you already have. Now's a great time to repurpose that into, you know, like I said, promoting on social media or even working backwards and creating blog posts about those. That is such a good way to do it. If you have a business as well, ugh. This is so hard because as a business owner, I know that creating that content over the summer can be hard. And so if your podcast is one of those things that maybe just has to take a break because you need to keep up with getting people on your email list or selling your course or whatever it may be that your business is focused on, maybe you're busy over the summer and just need to switch focuses. Totally fine. Let your audience know when you're coming back and they will be welcoming you with open arms for your new content. So 
I just wanted to do this episode because I feel like it's very timely for me in my life and very timely for a lot of my clients. Also, this is the time where I see a lot of people quit their podcasts. I see they get overwhelmed because they don't have the strategy of how to actually take a break or how to actually, you know, cut down on content. And so basically they get overwhelmed and just stop and then they don't come back and that's the end of their podcast, which I think is very sad. Not what I want any of you to do. I don't want anyone to stop their podcast because they're overwhelmed So I'm hoping that this episode can kind of give you that perspective that, yeah, it's okay to take a break. Don't stress yourself out over the summer. I know my top priority over the summer is my clients, number one, creating content for my own business to keep my social media up and running and my blog post up and running and bringing in new prospects because I am bringing on new clients all through the summer. So that's my number one priority. Clients, my own content. And then, of course, my podcast is my third priority, but it's also part of like how I bring on clients. And so just being able to put everything into perspective is super important. That being said, if you need help managing your podcast over the summer and maybe want to hire a podcast producer, definitely reach out to me. Like I said, I am bringing on clients. And if you wanted to work together short term, we definitely could do that. But my favorite way to work with clients is long term. My longest client that I've had, her name is Roni. I talked about her before. She was my very second client that I ever got in my business. Or maybe she was the third. It all happened so fast, honestly. My first, second, and third client came like a snap. And so we've been working together for nearly three years and I've helped her launch three different podcasts. Super exciting. I absolutely love working with her. And so talk to me about, you know, managing your podcast. You can contact me on Instagram or on my website, Espresso Podcast Production. And if you just need like some advice, maybe a strategy for the summer, need to ask some questions to me, you can always message me on those same two spots and we can have that conversation about what will work best for you. Because like I said, I do not want you to stop because you are overwhelmed. I want you to plan this out strategically so you're excited to come back when you're ready to start recording more episodes. So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Employee to Boss podcast. I'll be back next week with an awesome interview episode, so be sure to check that out. And I would love it if you could leave me a rating and subscribe to me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you so, so much. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Employee to Boss podcast. If you made it to the end of this episode, I hope that you implement the actionable steps from this week's experts so you can get started with your business today. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the Employee to Boss podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It helps more than you could ever imagine. Remember, a little progress each day leads to big results. We come out with a new episode every Tuesday. To access our show notes, transcripts, and courses, 
please check out EspressoPodcastProduction.com.